I said hello. Is this thing on? I want to see you smile. I want to see you smile. We want to make you happy. too hard with these intros. <laughs> but hey everyone, it's Lisa. I'm here with the very first mini sode of happiness is dot dot dot. And by mini sode I mean tarot read because we're gonna do a three card poll for the month ahead. And these are gonna come out on the first of every month. Just because I love the first, I feel like it's a new beginning. It's a clean slate. The tarot cards can kind of give us advice or a little perspective on what we need to look at this month, and not in a predictive way. It's not going to tell us who's going to win the election or, you know, when COVID is going to go away. It's more of an energetic read, at least the way I read tarot. So what can we welcome in? What can we let go of? What can we think about from a different perspective? Because I'm sure there are lots of things that we can put ourselves into other people's shoes. Let other people be in our shoes. (laughs) Hopefully you got some comfortable shoes. (laughs) So anyway, I began the shuffle. And I'm using the Lightseer's deck by Chrisanne. And if you've listened to my other episodes, you know I've used this deck before. I'm just going to keep rambling while I shuffle because I don't want any dead air time. (laughs) So I hope that everyone's staying safe. I know kids went back to school and people are going back to work. And here in New York, restaurants open on the inside. So a lot of things very slowly but surely going back to normal. And even though we're not out of the woods yet, I hope everyone is staying safe and just kind of taking those precautions. All right. We just have two more cards to pull. Oop. I actually had three cards fall out, so we'll do a three-card pull plus a bonus. (laughs) Okay. The cards we pulled are the King of Pentacles the King of Swords, and the Six of Swords. And the bonus card is the Tower. And when a lot of people see the Tower card, they freak out because it looks like a card of destruction. I assure you, yes, it might be a little bit, but it's destruction in order to rebuild. It's a quick change. We might not be ready for it, but... It's going to force our hand to build something even greater that was there before. And I feel like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think that's really appropriate for everything that's happening now. 
But anyway, that's the bonus. So we'll tie all these cards together as we go on. The King of Pentacles. I love the Kings because they're like at the end of their journey. They're like, I've been through all the bullshit and I'm here and I'm just straight chilling now. But Pentacles represent like earthly earthly dealings. So career, money, material goods, knowledge, all of these things that we kind of deal with and that uh, push our society forward, you know, the drive for a lot of things that we do. Power, I think, would even be in this category. So the king, he is literally just straight chilling. He has patience. He's confident. He's a leader. He is providing for people. He's comfortable. He's secure. And he has a dog with him, which looks kind of like a wolf. So I feel like that's even more of a symbol of security and loyalty and just comfort in being where he is. He's reached his goals. He's prosperous, successful. Um, So that's a nice little start. But on the other side, when it's reversed, he can be a little too obsessed with material goods. Yes, he's reached the top, but maybe he's a little arrogant about it. Maybe he's a little greedy. Maybe he needs more of a focus on the emotional, spiritual side of things instead of the material side of things. But it's interesting that the card right next to him is the King of Swords because the swords have everything to do with the mind, with thoughts, with ideas, with things that come from the brain. He's very intelligent. He's logical. He kind of has control of his mind, so he thinks very clearly. He's a good communicator. He is very cerebral, but he uses that cerebral intelligence to kind of bring some emotional and spiritual intelligence into his life as well. And he's very brave. He is also kind of just chilling. (laughs) He has his kingdom. He's kind of reached this pinnacle of thought. So very knowledgeable. Uh, But on the other side, you know, sometimes it's too much of a good thing. So when it's reversed, it can be manipulative. It can be conceited. Maybe he's arrogant about how intelligent he is. He's controlling, maybe a little irrational. So when it's reversed, it's kind of corresponding to like the negative aspects of the meaning of the card. So if it's reversed, in order to unreverse it, you need to bring in the positive aspects of the card. The last card that we have is the Six of Swords. And by the way, none of these cards are reversed, but I just like to give the perspective of the other side. I don't usually read reversals, but I think that sometimes they're appropriate, especially when doing a collective reading. The last card is the Six of Swords, and it's kind of a tumultuous looking card, but I always view it as like a transitional card. You're moving on. Maybe something has happened. Maybe you had some conflicts, but you're moving forward from it. 
even though it may have been a little traumatic and you're moving forward, you're still kind of carrying a little bit of a piece of that with you. So it's like becoming your shadow side. You're moving forward, but you have this piece that you may or may not choose to examine. (laughs) Um, I always think that we should look at our shadow side, but sometimes we don't. And sometimes you don't even realize that that may be kind of driving your behavior as well. But it's also, again, like I said, it's transitional. So you're having some sort of evolution reversed. This card is kind of being resistant to change. Again, maybe having that shadow side, but choosing to ignore it, if you will. So carrying all this baggage with you. And I think when you carry all that baggage with you, you might not be able to move on from the past. So, and the fourth card, the bonus is the tower, as I was talking about earlier. So it's very interesting because I think that woven together is a little bit of a story. I feel like it is kind of telling the story of our society and our culture. (laughs) The first two cards, the two kings, I feel like if you look at them reversed, it is kind of very telling of our country at large, you know, kind of arrogance, like, look at us, we have all this shit. We're the best country in the world. We're the smartest country in the world. Uh, Maybe even like teasing a little bit. But with the Six of the Swords and the Tower, I feel like that's kind of telling where we are now. (laughs) We're trying to move forward. Yes, this country and this society has many, 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 many wounds that we need to try to heal. And I feel like that's kind of where the Tower comes in. Because yes, (laughs) when you're trying to heal a whole society, it often comes like that. It's very sudden. And sometimes it's people-driven. Sometimes it's driven by natural disaster. Sometimes it's driven by COVID or everything that uh, we're experiencing now. It really was so sudden and it kind of crumbled certain things and certain institutions and stuff and maybe made us rethink the thought process of the two kings maybe made us write those reversals of the two kings so that we focus on other things than money. We focus on healing those wounds of society that we need to heal. Because yes, the tower is very sudden. It does crumble. It does maybe go up in flames and all of these things. But when it's over, something even greater is rebuilt. There's a resilience with the Tower card that I think people often overlook again because it really does look like destruction, but with destruction comes recreation. So I think that that is an important thing to remember. And I think that this month we should focus on the recreation. We should focus on restructuring our societal norms We should focus on other things. I know the economy is super important, but I feel like there are other things that are equally as important. So we need to be more well-rounded. And again, just building up that tower even higher than it was before. And do it in a way that's chilling, but not arrogant about it. 
So that's today's mini-sode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you in a few weeks with the next regular episode of Happiness is a dot, dot, dot. (laughs) All right. Take care, everyone. Later, Gators. Happiness is is recorded by Lisa Samuels from her apartment in Sunnyside, New York. Episodes are edited by Laura Estefan. Theme music is Let Me Feel Fine by Don Valdez featuring M. Tissay. Please send all email submissions to project.happy.11 at gmail.com. That's project.happy with an I-E dot 11 at gmail.com. For all other inquiries, please visit our website at www.projecthappy.com. We'll see you next time.